You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philly sports experience. What's going on, Eagles Nation? Welcome to the latest Birds Banter podcast, presented to you by PHL Sports Nation and sponsored by the Black Tucks. My name is Matt Lupe, and I'm joined by Sean McMenamin. We are members of PHL Eagles Nation, enhancing your Eagles fan experience and keeping you up to date on all things Eagles. This week starts the beginning of the new league year, and as free agency is underway, we are here to review the moves that the Eagles have made thus far. So, so far, the Eagles have extended center Jason Kelsey um defensive end Brandon Graham to three more years um Jason Kelsey was under contract but was contemplating retirement they locked him in for another year and um kind of spread his contract out a little bit more he will become the highest paid center in the league and he deserves that because he has been the best in the league for the past two years but uh, a little bit more money dedicated to the offensive line Brandon Graham cashed in with his deal in three more years and we're glad to have him back. Lane Johnson restructured his deal to make a little bit more cap space. And part of that cap went to a new defensive tackle, Malik Jackson, who was signed for a three-year, $30 million contract. Sean, what do you think about Malik? Personally, I really like the signing due to the fact that Malik Jackson has proven that he's a dominant force on the defensive line and has shown that throughout his successful career thus far. As in 2017, he had his best season with four forced fumbles, eight sacks, and 40 combined tackles. So I think this really provides much-needed depth at the d- defensive line position, whereas Michael Bennett leaving left a little gap. So I thought it was great for Howie Roseman to swoop in there and get Malik Jackson for the upcoming season. Yeah, great points. Um, he's been very productive all throughout his career. In 2017, he's made the Pro Bowl, um, which is great to see that he's succeeded with his previous teams. He started with Denver in the last three years with Jacksonville. He signed a big deal with them, but they just didn't really get the production that they wanted. But um, the Eagles gl- gladly took him in for $10 million a year, and he's going to be playing next to Fletcher Cox, and he's really excited about um he said Fletcher Cox is the guy that he wants to be. He looks up to him, and I really can't wait to see them play together. And one thing that really sticks out to me about Malik Jackson, he's been in the league for seven years, and for six years he's played all 16 games. Um, his first year, the rookie year, he only played 14, um, but that's still phenomenal, only missing two games his entire career. And he's been very productive even when he's not starting he's still getting those QB hits which is really important for the Eagles averaging over 10 per season um, his sacks numbers are high his tackles are great he's a great pass rushing defensive tackle and he could stop the run as well yeah that's awesome and I also want to know that in 2017 he was selected to the Pro Bowl and was the first team all pro so it's really great that we got him in here and I also he said that the Eagles defensive line is one of the best in his opinion with, like you said, Cox, Brandon Graham. So I'm really excited to see what he can do and bring to this team in 2019. 
for sure. The defensive tackle position was a big need going into this offseason because Tim Jernigan was let go. Um, a lot of people thought that he might return on a restructured deal, but this kind of eliminates those chances because it would just be too much money dedicated to the position. Um, but I really like this signing. It, and pers- personally, this makes the Eagles back to one of the top defensive line groups in the entire league. Last year, they were up there, but this year they upgraded defensive tackle position. Defensive ends are pretty much the same. They just need to add a little bit more depth. And um, another big need that was filled from a former player or a current Eagles player was extending Jason Peters for another year. Um, he took a little bit of a pay cut. His option was over $10 million, but they kind of cut that down a little bit. He's still getting paid a lot of money but he kind of gave the Eagles a little bit more wiggle room with the cap space, which I think is a great move to make because they made it clear that they didn't really want to draft a left tackle high in the draft. They kind of want to see what Peters can do, what Big V and Maliotta can do off the bench, develop those guys before they invest a high draft pick into a new guy. Yeah, definitely. I also really like how Howie Roseman kind of worked his magic and was able to bring back Jason Peters on one-year deal. And like we said in previous podcasts, he will provide a veteran presence, lead the younger guys, Mylata and Big V, and help them in their development in the future years so that they can continue to have one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. Yeah, for sure. And um, like I, I like how you mentioned that he really brings that veteran presence. He's been in the league for a long time. He's shown that Philly pride and they kind of owe it to him to keep him on the field as much as he wants to. Hopefully he could stay healthy. He played last season with a torn bicep. But um, I really like how Howie's filling these needs with um, proven players in the league for good prices. Rather than turning to the draft with a lot of needs, he's kind of filling these needs with older players. Um, Jackson's a younger player at 29 years old, but Peters is definitely on the older end of his, at the tail end of his career. Um, but by doing this, they kind of, push off the need for a left tackle till next season. They can kind of see if Vitae is ready to go next season, but if not, then they can go ahead and draft a left tackle when they have maybe a little bit more draft picks or less needs across the field so they feel more comfortable investing that draft pick into a left tackle opposite of uh, Lane Johnson on the right side to keep Carson Wentz healthy. And um, yes, or a couple days ago, we got news that uh, former Eagle will be returning. We got him via trade, and we're really happy about that, Sean. What do you think about Deshaun Jackson? Oh, man, I was really excited when I saw that we were bringing him back because in previous podcasts, we all said we really wanted to get him back because he's shown that he can be that downfield threat. And when he was with the Eagles, when we drafted him, he was an absolute beast catching deep bombs from Mike Vick. And now I think with Carson Wentz, he will do the exact same thing and really provide that kind of bring the top off the defense, take the top off the defense. So I'm really excited to see what he can bring to this team for three years and kind of lead as a veteran presence to the younger guys, such as Matt Collins, Nelson Aguilar, and show them what he brings to the table. For sure. And um, Deshaun Jackson has a press conference Thursday morning, and um, he explained that he's really happy to be back. He wants to get Carson Wentz his ring and um, also said that him and Matt Collins worked it out and he will be returning to number 10. So for all those former Jackson jersey owners, you guys can break that out as long as it still fits you because he's going to be rocking number 10 again. He's going to look good in it. Um, But I love bringing back Jackson because, like you said, he 
real good deep threat in four years of his career, including 2018, the previous season, he led the league in yards per reception, which is great to see because most of his routes are deep routes. And um, he's really given Carson Wentz another weapon to use. Last year, that was supposed to be Mike Wallace, but that really didn't work out. Uh, Jackson's not the healthiest guy. He's only finished uh, an entire season two times in his career, but every single year he's uh, played in 10 or more games, which is good to see. Um, he's going to be in there for a majority of the season, hopefully all 16 games. But if not, he's going to be in there for a long time. He's going to have a lot of plays designed just for him. Like Carson Wentz, open up the playbook and throw that deep ball every once in a while. Yeah, for sure. I'm really excited to see what he can bring. And a few things that stuck out to me as Sports Radio WIP and on Twitter tweeted, uh, Jackson stated, he says he has matured, has a family and kids now, still feel like still feels like he's 26 years old. Uh, he wants to retire as an Eagle and also loves the city fans and organization. So I think it was this, this was a great move by Howie Roseman to bring him back and see what he can uh, provide to, for this Eagles team in which a position where we were desperately missing this past season. Yeah, for sure. The logistics of this trade, the Buccaneers gave Jackson and a seventh round pick and the Eagles shipped away a sixth round pick and, Jackson was coming in with, uh, I believe, $10 million due towards him in the 2019 season, which is a little hefty um, for a receiver that's 32, 33 years old and um, going to be not demanding a lot uh, from uh, Carson Wentz because he is older and they have other options on the offense. But they did find a way to restructure his deal. He's down at $9 million, which is still pricey. And um, they now have... $27 million dedicated to their wide receivers for the 2019 season, which is the second highest in the league. Um, it's great to see that Howie Roseman and Doug Peterson are putting all the right weapons around Carson Wentz and giving him all the opportunity to succeed. Um, but that price is very high. So hopefully that Jeffrey Jackson and Aguilar can all work together and give Wentz the weapons that he needs to succeed. Yeah, definitely. I think they'll all, be great receivers for Wentz and his development. I think they'll all have successful 2019 seasons. Yeah, and today on Thursday morning, um, we got news that the Eagles acquired linebacker LJ Fort. Uh, this is a really underrated signing, in my opinion, because although he's never really been a starter, he started three games in his entire career, two last year. Um, he's a great backup linebacker and special teams player, which is where he really thrives. And I think um, this is really important for the Eagles to target because their linebacker depth has been lacking in the past because Jordan Hicks would get hurt. Now he's with the Cardinals, but they do need someone to fill in with Jordan Hicks. And whether that be a draft pick or maybe Camus, Gruje Hill stepping up, they need somebody to fill in behind them um, with Nick Gary and Paul Worolo. So this is a great move, and as you can see, if you watch Eagles games week in and week out like we do, the special teams have been lacking last year and the year before, so it's great to see that they got a guy that can really lead the special teams and help out with um, punt coverage and kickoff returns. Yeah, for sure. I thought it was important that how he addressed that need, and uh, LJ Ford has had 48 combined tackles last season, and like you said, he hasn't played much in his career, but he definitely provides depth that the special needs, uh, and then hopefully he can do the same this year, provide for the Eagles at that area, and we can improve upon that. 
Yeah, and important to pull, point out that he is um, an inside linebacker. So if they need help, if someone goes down in the middle of the field for the Eagles, he can step in and lead that defense. He has that experience. And just at 28 years old, he still has a lot left in his career. Hopefully the Eagles can get some productive years out of him. Um, but we're not really expecting too much just because he is signed as a depth piece. Uh, but really excited to see LJ come to Philly and help us out, kind of um, fill a much-needed role. But still got to look into a little bit more with the linebacker position. And with that being said, um, Sean, what do you think the biggest need remaining is out of all the after all these moves that the Eagles have made? Um, what do you think that they need to address next? I would say either linebacker or running back because, like we said on previous podcasts, we really need to find that guy, the running back, who can be an every-down back for this team and have a successful career with them. And then middle linebacker because we lost Jordan Hicks and we just need to adjust it either in free agency or the draft for this upcoming season so that we can continue to have a good uh, defensive force. Yeah, great points. I think... Running back is my biggest need going into the entire offseason without any of these moves being made. And I thought for sure that the Eagles were going to target Le'Veon Bell, Tevin Coleman, Mark Ingram, players like that, which I'm sure that they did, but they just never um, got the final contract signed off on. Um, As you can see, Bell went to the Jets, Coleman went to the 49ers, and Mark Ingram to the Ravens, um, which kind of concerns me with the last two that I mentioned because... Tevin Coleman is earning under $5 million a year with the 49ers and Mark Ingram $5 million a year. And if I was the Eagles, I would love to take them for that price. They're very productive. And it's not, that fits the cap space. Um, so the fact that they pulled out of conversations with those players makes me think that they're either trading for Jordan Howard, which we've mentioned in a previous podcast, or they're going to look to the draft and draft a guy in the first or second round because they really can't wait anymore. Um, you can't wait till the fourth round anymore for another year and draft a guy that is unproven or that might not be able to contribute as the starting running back. You can't go to another committee here and really have your offense suffer because of it. So I think it's either Josh Jacobs or Jordan Howard who will fill that role. And a linebacker, they got to look to the draft because the market's really drying up for that. And safety is a very underrated need, although Jenkins and McLeod are the leading safeties for the team, and they will lead this defense. Um, McLeod's done after 2019, and Malcolm Jenkins is getting old, so they need to find an heir to the safety position, and I think that should be addressed in the first two rounds. Yeah, definitely. Those are all great points. And I also just want to add that I was really kind of puzzled when I saw that Tevin Coleman had signed with the 49ers for two years, $10 million. I really thought the Eagles were going to jump upon that opportunity and try to grab him. But as you said, hopefully they can trade for Jordan Howard and get him onto this team for 2019. Or if not, definitely draft a running back in either the first or the second round and fill that hole for the future. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we got a little bit more of the free agency left. A lot of the big name players are off the market, as you can see, going to other teams or re-signing with their former team. But there's a, a lot of um, solid players still out there. And one player that I really like that I mentioned is LeGarrette Blunt. He's not going to be the number one running back, but he still can contribute and be a depth piece. Um, and same for across the board of all positions. I'd like to see the Eagles target two or three more guys, bring them in for cheap deals and really contribute and build this roster up 
to contribute um, to a productive 2019 season and compete for another Super Bowl. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully, Howie Roseman can do his job like he's done in past off seasons and get this team to where they want to be heading into the 2019 season in order to be successful and hopefully making another playoff run. Yeah, for sure. And the next big step to look for is the NFL draft. That's going to be in late April, and we will get a lot more content out to you before then um, about who the Eagles should draft, what the biggest needs are, and um, how they can solve those needs with college prospects coming to the NFL for their first year in 2019. Thank you for tuning in. If you have any thoughts on our discussion today, send us a tweet at Birds Banter on Twitter. Check out our latest articles on PHLSportsNation.com. I wrote about why how the Eagles can really create a dynasty this offseason and Logan reviewed the biggest offseason additions with um, Deshaun Jackson and Malik Jackson so far and Sean's always worked on that buzz on Broad Street or reviewing all the Philadelphia teams stay tuned and uh, be sure to subscribe on all platforms for next time for more birds banter go birds go birds <laughs>